we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid and conservative and just plain right. So um, I got some uh, some response on the text line. James from Harvest says, that's the best school choice bill I've ever heard of. That's awesome that it stays with the kid till they're 21 so they could possibly go to any university they wanted to. Wow, 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 he says. Jenny from Decatur said, did he say Price Act? And yes, he did say Price. It's, it's an acronym for Parents' Rights in Children's Education Act. It's the Price Act. So uh, P-R-I-C-E, tell your, uh, tell your state legislators, state senators, and House members that you are advoc- advocating for the Price Act and that you want to see it passed. You're, okay, so you're the uh, – so we're empty nesters, Boom Shakalaka. Uh, the lovely Charlene and I, we got to see our kids come up into the world, and now we're grandparents. But – but we guys, are not. You're not. <laughs> you're still. You're still doing the thing. Oh, the yeah. school thing. Yep, still doing the school thing. Got one in school, and then the other one just baby. Yeah, just 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 a baby that's going to rule the world one day. We've yeah. already figured that out. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> it's just her world, and we all get to live in it. That's what. Uh, it is. Yes, sir. Uh, so. Uh, your thoughts on what you just heard? Well, before I moved here to Alabama, I actually had never heard of school choice. And when we when I first started working on the show, I think I heard um, the words school choice one time sometime in the summer when you were talking to Stephanie Smith. Yeah, yeah. And it, I know it's been a reoccurring thing, and then other states have had it. But, man, when I heard about it, I started doing some digging because I think that is phenomenal. I don't understand how yeah, I don't understand how anybody would not want yeah. this legislation to pass. Well, they don't because either A, they want the status quo or B, they believe philosophically that the money is for the system, not for the child. That's what it boils down to. Well, yeah, if if they think it's for the system and not the child, wow, thanks thanks a lot. Thanks for allowing our kids to go into your system. I mean, I mean, you're not you're you're not pouring any anything into the next generation at all. Then, so in this bill right here, if it passed, it would be saying that you and the lovely McQueen would have upwards of six thousand dollars a year to send your child to the educational opportunity you believe is best for them. Oh, absolutely! I mean, that is incredible. There's no child that's the same. I mean, you know this from your your couple of children. They're not the same. Are they? Right. I mean, so for a family to be able to take their child out of one school and maybe put them into another school that is going to better benefit them. Yeah. And then maybe their other child keeping keeping the other school because it's going to better benefit that child. We we did that. I mean, when when our son was young, he went uh, K through four or five, I believe, at one school. But then... He quickly began. He he began to see the school where we had his sister enrolled, mm-hmm. uh, the same one where your kids are now. Right. And um and, and basically he wanted to come over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Which is absolutely fine as well. Yeah. Uh, but then what he was talking about at the very end really got my attention. Where the money goes into the, um like the savings yeah. account. Yeah. And then if you don't use it, being able to use it for college or trade school or something like that it, to encourage the kids to go into college and then helping the parents out as well for college. I mean, look at this. Yes, wow. there's so many things. I had never heard. I've never heard any bill do that. That's to me. That's one of the most interesting pieces I've ever heard added to a school choice bill. Um, and I, I bet there's going to be some caveats like it has to be a state funded or, uh, you know, school or something. Right. Who knows? We'll see. But um I still love the carryover idea. And here's the thing, too. That carryover, let's say that it's, um, 
let's say that tuition goes up at a private school where you want to send your kids. Mm -hmm. You've had 6000 a year, and let's say it roughly stays 6000 a year for the first five years, but your tuition goes up to 6500 whereas it was 5500 If you've got a carryover, it might make up the difference. You know? Yeah. Or you, you may see something that you wanted them to do that you couldn't have done, and maybe they decide to dual enroll and get some extra credit at the junior college while also in high school, which we can do in Alabama because that was my bill. I passed that. Yep. Um, but that, that dual enrollment is now paid for because mm. you've got you've got a carryover balance. It's not just like a spend it or, or, or you know, use it or lose it is what the government says so often. Right. I love the idea. It's not a use it or lose it on this. Uh, I mean, that's, that's incredible. That, this that's could incredible. Be a, this could be a game changer. This could, y'all, this could be a game changer. I mean, we're sitting here. I, having raised my kids and and made ends meet, um, you know, in, in in education for years for our kids, and then you know, Boomer's doing it now. I can just tell you, it's a game changer. Yes. And you guys actually moved here in part because of education. We did. Uh, we that was a very that was a very big choice for us when we were trying to thinking of moving coming to Alabama was for school yeah yeah so the bottom line is you guys made a choice for your kids exactly what if we could make more choices for them would that be something man that would be incredible. all right more on this when we get back i'm gonna tell you what other states are doing and what i think the strategy might be going forward for alabama you guys stay tuned we'll be right back side ruffians out there you are listening to right side radio solid conservative just plain right you're listening live to right side radio with phil williams it's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side right side radio solid conservative and just plain right Alabama's syndicated news talk radio leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams live in the Right Side studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. But we just had somebody on the text line that takes issue with the fact that I say very frequently, solid, conservative, and just pl- Do they not understand <laughs> what a motto is? <laughs> it's, it's like, really? yeah, I mean, like, you say that far too often. Do I really? Okay. That's well, it's what we do. All right. So just go ahead and brace yourself. I'll probably say it more before the show's over. Uh lots of stuff on the text line. So one guy or or I don't know, guy, gal, I don't I don't know. A chick or a dude uh, did not identify themselves. So if you want to text in, by the way, you gotta tell us who you are and where you're from, um, so that we can put you in the system. But we have somebody here who has sent me a big old long text about how that's just a social program. It's a government handout. It moves us closer to socialism. Yeah, whatever. All right. So here, we, how, about, how, about it, how about it's just the opposite? Socialism would be go where the government tells you. Just do what the government says. That's, that's, that's socialism. Um, 
I'm maybe maybe they're <laughs> maybe they're a teachers union member. Could be. Ooh, yeah. uh, Steve from Tennessee. He just texted in and said the Price Act. So glad to finally hear an original school choice idea from Alabama. Love it. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you. Uh, Michelle from Huntsville. Uh, I think I've got three texts in a row from her. So she says, Price Act must include actual consequences for teachers pushing CRT, trans agendas, et cetera. That's going to be a separate bill, uh, Michelle. It's going to be a, a totally separate thing. Um, we, can, we can have bills that ban those things and still not have the Price Act that allows parents to make a change. So this is a choice bill. Um, and then she said, I can't keep up. So I got several texts in a row from her. And it says there's not enough room in private schools. Call them and ask. Limited availability. And, and I get it. Most of them may be full. Here's what's going to wind up happening. I guarantee you. If a, if, a, if a private school environment exists where more people want to be there, they will add capacity. They just will. They will. It's, it's a free market. Absolutely. Um, if they're able to do it, they'll, they'll do it. That's right. They'll, if, they have, if they have X number of people who they had to turn away the year before, they'll hire more teachers to get them in. But guess what else will happen? What, what, what? Well, if all these kids are trying to go to these private schools or just going to other schools, that's going to make that one school everybody's leaving want to do better. That's exactly right. The, the free market also drives you to improve or die. So that's, that's what's going to wind up happening. The, the free market in business means build a better mousetrap, and then everybody who also builds mousetraps is to either build a better one themselves or go out of business. Same is true with schools. If you cannot sustain your operations because no one wants to be there anymore, maybe the problem is you. Maybe the problem is the school. Uh, DT from Elkmont says, did I hear that schools have the right to opt out of the law? What does that mean? Okay, great question. Boomer and I were talking about that uh, oh, off yeah. the air. Yeah, yeah oh, that's it. You, you asked the same question a moment ago, right? The we same question, like, can like uh, private schools opt out because there's something in the bill that doesn't yeah. mesh with their Yeah, like, know, so here's, here's one of the controversial pieces of this. Okay. Um, in, in, in the current arguments against this act, the state superintendent, Ed Mackey, um, he says, well, you know, sure, parents can have a choice, but if that's the case, we need to make sure they're, they're using state-run testing procedures and state-run tests. Okay, what if, what if they get written into the bill that a private school has to do state testing? What if that state testing in some way conflicts with the educational values or the educational curriculum or the, or the manner in which that private school wants to run its operations? Mm. Okay, then, then yes. What you're looking at there is dollar signs with strings attached. Okay. Right. And okay. What, what if they come back and say the state-run testing has to include these tests and these tests also include questions about LGBTQ? Um, no. Right. Our private yeah. Christian school does not want that. <laughs> so, therefore, we don't want to participate. So, what we're saying here is if the bill includes things that would otherwise be objectionable, then a, a private school or whatever can can agree to opt out and say – yeah, as much as we'd like to, we will not attach ourselves to those government dollars and sacrifice our values in the process or whatever so so they can opt out. That's that's that. That makes that makes sense. What if like someone took their child to that private school that opts out? That opts out. That opts out. So that money is now just lingering. Do you would that stay with the the school where they're yeah. apparently supposed to be going? Just like it does right now. Okay. So, like right now, uh, if you go to a private school in Alabama, um, the the tax dollars tend to stay where your zip code said they would have stayed, because there's no there's no there's no 
there's no education savings account to take with you now. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the tax dollars to stay within the system, and the system benefits from you not being there, basically, right? Because they're getting money for not having a kid, as it's doing right now exactly. for some people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, now I, I I say that someone's going to come at me and, and say, "Oh, Phil, you're forgetting they actually factor. They have to look at the number of students enrolled." Yes, that's true. That's that is true. But let me just say this: if, if, if there's not money being carried away, then the money is staying within the education trust fund. Period. Hmm. All right. There you go. Um, wow, text lines are still going. Yes, Jay from Hartzell. Jay from Hartzell says, if it was a socialist program, it wouldn't be so hard to get past. <laughs> Point. <laughs> um, uh, John from Huntsville says, uh, it says, Phil, you don't say solid conservative, just plain right enough times. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, much. I say it in my sleep, I think. I know you do. I, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I do. Pretty sure I shout it in my sleep. Uh, uh, by the way, we had somebody that takes issue with Senator Stutz, believes he is a Marxist. That is Scott from Huntsville. Okay, Scott, you're wrong, but okay. Thank you for texting in and participating in our program. And then uh, the person who still won't identify themselves texts it again, which I'm not going to read your text because you won't tell us who you are. So how about this? <laughs> tell us who you are. If you want to join the text line, it's open, 833-687-4448. You can also call that same number. So, yeah, if you do for the very first time, Text the word right side. You'll get an automatic message back that says something to the effect of, hey, welcome, right side ruffian. Glad to have you. Tell us your first name and where you're from. We'll plug you in, uh, just like Scott from Huntsville just did. Thank you, Scott. And Dustin from Hazelgreen says, being able to keep the money in an account to use for college is a massive selling point for me. I'm all in. He says, Phil, I have three daughters, so this will be a huge benefit to us. I mean, I think that would be a game changer, bro. It really would I mean, for so many people. Yeah, and 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 it would, it would be the kind of thing that you know I know you're not going to be able to cash it out. It's not like a life insurance policy where you get to cash it out. No, I mean they're going to put restrictions on that to where they can't just grab the money. Like they said, a savings account and it would go directly to the school. It would be safe to do that. It's basically like me as an attorney. I have what's called an escrow account. Mm -hmm. That means I am asked to hold funds and I have to hold them for a purpose and I can't let them go for non-purpose. so real estate transactions, whatever right. else, the money comes in and it gets held in escrow until the time it's supposed to be used or spent or distributed. Um, that's that. Yeah. Um, so just so as you know, just so as you know, Wall Street Journal has a piece that came out yesterday. Headline, school choice victories and a loss. So there have been some major victories. What's interesting is there's been more victories than losses. This used to be just the opposite. So first of all, brand spanking new Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders of Little Rock, Arkansas, is following through on her promise. She just got her major state reforms uh, for uh, education, doing a very similar bill, education savings account, just got it out of the state Senate on a 25 to 7 vote. That's a good majority. That, uh, that seems to indicate she's going to have strength when she gets to the House. Uh, so I'm hopeful to see Arkansas passing something big here very soon. And by the way, her bill is very, very similar. Her bill provides $6,500 per student, which is 90% of the core amount of the state funds. Um, And eligibility would be limited for the first couple of years, but by the year 2025, 26, any student in the state could apply. So they're going to phase it in. I believe Alabama's bill has a phase-in process also. Oklahoma, uh, they just passed a major school choice bill, sailed through their house by a vote of 75 to 25. It does a $5,000 credit that they can use for education uh, expenses in private school or even even tuition and uh, homeschooling. Um, 
a little bit less for homeschools. But nonetheless, Oklahoma and Little Rock are tracking hard right now on school choice for this year. Wyoming just shocked everybody. So the Wyoming Speaker of the House killed the bill himself. And that, to me, is wrong. Now, I, I know he has leadership opportunity, but he did something in Alabama. We call it leaving it in the basket. That's where the, uh, the Speaker refuses, or the, excuse me, the pro tem of the state Senate refuses to get a bill out of the basket, which was transmitted from the House. In this case, they called it in Wyoming, the Republican Speaker left it in the drawer. So he left it in the drawer, refused to give it a final vote. Their bill died in, uh, in the uh, House process. More to come on that one. All right, we'll come right back. We'll deal with a little more of this. This is choosing choice. Folks, I'm telling you, this price act, this price act could be a big, big, hairy deal. We'll talk about it more when we get back, wrapping up this section of the Triple Dipper. And then heading on down to the bottom of the hour, we'll talk about, I don't know, leadership. How about leadership? Governors. What can governors actually do? We'll talk about that with what right looks like. Y'all stay tuned. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. How do you like that? We are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right, saving the world one soundbite at a time. Uh, wrapping up this section here on the uh, the Triple Dipper of choosing choice. So this bill we're talking about, keep in mind, you can call your state legislator at any given time. And in fact, I know that um, I think it's 1819 News, uh, 1819news.com. I'm pretty sure they've got a how to contact your legislator on the uh, on their website, but then there's also the ability to do so just by going to the uh, the I think the Secretary of State's website actually has a find your legislator option. So if you don't know how to contact them though, send us a text here at the text line eight three three six eight seven four 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 eight, and uh, and we'll tell you what we know about how to reach them. But I would encourage you if you believe this is a good idea, it does not have to be for your kids. Like okay. Even if Boomer and, and, and the lovely McQueen didn't have uh, these these two beautiful kids right now, they could still care about this, right? Oh, absolutely. I know. Could. Even though Charlene and I, our kids are out of school, we can still care about this. It To me, it's a statesman's issue. It's, it's the kind of thing you want best for your state, mm-hmm. um, not just because it's your kids. All right, so here's the deal. The Price Act is called the Parental Rights in Children's Education Act, soon to be filed. It has not been pre-filed yet. They're still working on some pieces of it. It's got a three-year phase-in eligibility. So initially, it would be limited to kindergarten and grades 3, 6, 9, and 12 because there's a, there's a phase-in. But then what happens is if you fall under a certain income cap, you can apply in the first two years no matter what. Beginning in the fourth year of the bill, all children are now eligible. So what it's doing is it's not, it's not hitting all of the education arena at one time. It's allowing there to be a phase-in at certain levels. And then it's also allowing this to be something that could – carry over that that to me is the to me that's the most alluring part of the whole thing well i'll take it back giving parents a say is the right thing to do period but i love the fact that it might actually have the opportunity for any balance left over at the end of grade 12 to carry over to something you know post 
uh, post uh, high school. Ten states right now, according to this article from AL.com. Good article by Mike Kaysen, by the way, at AL.com. I don't always like their reporting, but this one, Mike Kaysen's a good reporter, period. He does a great job with this one. So it came out yesterday. Headline is, Bill would provide Alabama parents $6,000 in state funds for private school. That's the headline. He says 10 states already have ESA programs, according to EdChoice, which is an organization that, that does this on a national level. 10 states. Alabama legislature did consider a bill like it last year, but the bill stalled. Yes, it did. And this year, we're hoping to see the bill move forward. Now, right up front, I'll tell you, the education, the educrats, the educrats, they do not want this to happen. So State Superintendent Eric Mackey said he's not seen the bill. I guarantee you he's seen the bill. Said he's not seen the bill, but said a position he took on last year's legislation has not changed. He says if non-public schools are to receive tax money, those schools should be required to participate in the testing programs. Uh, that's the same thing being said about by the Association of School Boards. Uh, hey, uh, you know, okay, sure, as long as you're doing testing using our tests, no. How about no? How about double no? No, 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 no. He goes on and says he thinks that the state could also even pay to administer the tests in the private schools. No. How about just no? So the Price Act, though, says the state would not require any testing. This is going to be the arguing point, by the way. This is going to be how they try to kill the bill without really saying that they're trying to kill the bill. Well, it should have testing. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's not only fair, right? Never mind they might be a fully accredited school. Never mind they might have a higher graduation rate than your public school. Never mind that they might have kids coming out with scholarships that you don't see in the other local high schools. So how about this? No. Bottom line is um, there is some discussion, too, among Republicans. Uh, State Representative Terry Collins, who uh, chairs the, uh, the House Education Policy Committee, if this bill goes through the House, which it should, it'll come through her committee. She's suggesting that, you know, maybe there's a, a way we could do this where we just, like, cap the income levels of people who apply for it. So, you know, only if you make a certain level of funding can you get this money. Why would you do that, Terry? That makes no sense. That's discriminatory on its face. You have to be poor to be allowed to have an option to be a parent. Collins also suggested limiting ESAs to just maybe certain categories of students, like special needs or military families or, or homeless. No. Why would you do that? All she's trying to do is split the baby here. She's trying not to offend the teachers' union. I'm saying no, don't do that. You got to make it open and available to all. Um, is it Brian on the line right now? Let me grab that real quick. Line one before I run out of time. Brian from Huntsville, how you doing, buddy? I'm mighty fine and lightning fast as far as the educrats go. And uh, people change from one school to the other. That means that some of the teachers will have to change their ways, like you folks were talking about. But they not just change that, they have to change their ways. They can't be petitioning to... Oh, no, I want to teach from home because it's through Zoom. I want everything to be how it was. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and also um, critical, critical race theory, that type of thing. If people swap schools, the teachers have to as well, and they will be under different management than they are now as well. It's a great point. It's a great point. It's a part of that whole free market thing. It drives the train, man. Uh, Brian, thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate you. Hey, as we wrap this section up, I'll just tell you, 
AL Daily News, Alabama Daily News, ran a poll. And the poll shows that overwhelmingly, Republican voters, and by the way, we are a decidedly Republican majority, supermajority state in the state legislature. Republican primary voters say they overwhelmingly support the expansion of school choice. Republican primary voters also say only 14% of them say that education in Alabama seems to be getting better. Only 14%. 43% say that the public schools are headed in the right direction. Huh. <laughs> so basically, what you have here is if you're a politician, if you're going to put your finger in the air and test the winds on whether or not to do this, understand those who vote for you want this. It's a political winner. It is a campaign issue. It is a fundamental. Get her done. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. <laughs> 